The His Girl Friday podcast is brought to you in part by Messenger Fellowship, living the kingdom, fulfilling the call, proclaiming the truth. Happy summer, everyone. I know we're a few weeks in. However, this is the first podcast I'm cutting since the start of the 2018 summer season. So from this fry, happy July. Now, normally I write before I speak. That's been my MO, especially during my youth pastor tenure. Before the delivery of content, there must be the preparation of content. However, there are times just to sit back and speak from the heart, and I believe tonight is one of those nights. So for those who love the raw and upscripted, this might be the podcast for you. As mentioned a few times in past podcasts, 2018 has really been a year centered on healing, finding freedom, if you will. And while there's so much I could say underneath those headings, the main thing you need to know as a listener is after a eight, nine year youth ministry run, there's just a lot of hurt that needs to be tended to, a lot of pain that got swept under the carpet. If my life is a fireplace, this is a year specifically marked to clean it out. Or rather, if my life is a house in spring, this is the time, this is the year to do some spring cleaning. I think you get where I'm going with these metaphors. Thus, I've been discovering the importance of setting aside time to tackle certain things that we tend to take for granted in the moment of the go. For most of us, we are people living in a nation that prides itself on momentum and forward progress. But sometimes it's the forward progress that happens when we push the pause button that yields the most long-term benefit. Not to suggest we be lethargic, rather I believe there are times we need to still ourselves, embrace a momentary season of idleness with the specific intent to better hear from God, to inquire of his wisdom, to better know his heart so we could extend it to those around us, etc. And while this has been happening to a certain extent the past six months, I want to be honest and vulnerable with one of the negative consequences or side effects of when you are in a season where there's not as much going on as you would like. And permit me to zoom out just a little bit and just share some conviction in my heart right now. So if I had to choose one, not so much a theme, but just one major point of conviction that has marked the year so far, it's the realization that for years my walk with the Lord has been responsibility-based, not intimacy-based. The last few years in youth ministry, I really relied upon the assignment and the call to push me into the Word, to tackle things I didn't know. I had enough external factors prompting or rather pulling out the motivation. My high sense of responsibility, which by the way is number three in my Strengths Finders top five spiritual gift list. Essentially there was enough going on around me that kept my diligence fresh and in the moment and not lagging, which comes from Romans 12:11. I'm going to reference this again before the end of the podcast. Unfortunately, with that came lazy habits. For instance, there are many times where I felt the Spirit encouraging me to just to kind of have this quiet time in the Word time with, 
with him and I would say, well, I've already spent that time, you know, prepping for Wednesday night message or Sunday sermon, etc. There are many times where I would use the prep as a double down. Um, and I think a lot of pastor ministers, we, we do this on occasion. Um, sometimes we just, we kind of fight God, resist the Lord and his desire to really just have that chill time with us that is outside of that responsibility. Just like, hey, I just want to soak in the jacuzzi with you. And we don't allow him that because it's like, well, I've already spent that time, you know, prepping what needs to be prepped. <laughs> and as I now know, there's like this extra deeper layer of just when it comes to revelation and intel and just being able to feel the pulse of the Spirit, you know, your heart beating with God's, you know, that extra layer of intimacy, I guess, is what I'm really getting at. It's like we're content dwelling and abiding in the outer courts when God is calling us, hey, the inner courts are open. You are invited. Now I look at it like, you know what, I was faithful with the task that was presented or rather was given to me, but far too often I was content with a filled cup as opposed to an overflowing cup. And sometimes you gotta have to get out of ministry mode, or for some of us we have to get out of just that fast, brisk pace, on the go, gotta be doing something meaningful way of thinking. You know, now that I think about it, I probably should just do another blog and podcast devoted to why is it we have such a hard time letting God love us? It's like we have no problem loving God but it's like, I think a lot of us, we, there's a lot of different facets to unworthiness and our struggle with that. Whether we like it or not, because we're fallen, because we have sin, we're very ego-centered. We have to constantly yield our ego to the Spirit so that we can be aligned with Him when it comes to His intentions and purposes for our day-to-day -day life. And again, this has been of personal significance for me in 2018 because... God is really trying to go back to the foundation with me, back to the drawing board with me and being like, here's all the reasons why I love you. And here's why you need to let me love you more if you're going to understand and see and embrace the things that I have for you in the next season. So don't worry about the next assignment that will come in due time. But for now, I need to teach you how to be faithful in a different way. And if God is, is taking you there, then that's a compliment. That's that's a high calling in and of itself. We don't consider it a high calling because we may think, well, how are we impacting people? No, we're, God is setting us up. He's expanding the 10 pigs of our faith. He's preparing a table in the presence of not only our enemies, but also the, the specific people, the divine appointments he has arranged in the future for us. Some of you are Star Wars fans. You remember in The Empire Strikes Back, before Luke Skywalker can fulfill his purpose, he had to be trained by Yoda in Dagobah. He had to learn the ways of the Force in that stretch if he wanted to apply it in the appropriate time later on. And there are many parallels we can derive for us and those around us in the spiritual realm. And that said, while this year has been a refreshing break in many ways, one big thing that I've been struggling with lately has been the lack of motivation. Again, it's easy to be dependent on being other-centered. There's nothing wrong in being other-centered. Uh, for me, you know, I, I let my love for the youth I was pouring out to during, again, my youth pastor stretch, I always had them in mind. And so it was easy to, again, let that, that diligence, that motivation work itself out. But now it's like, well, I don't have the audience. I don't have the... 
I don't have the outlet in general anymore. So there have been times where I just didn't feel like doing something I needed to do. And I'll, I'll be honest, sometimes just podcasting uh, has been a chore. It's surprising because when I, this year started, I thought, oh, man, this is a new part of Fiscal Friday. I'm going to just seize the day with it. Now with Youth Mystery out of the picture, I could really just put both hands on the plow with this. And there have been times where I just felt really tired and drained from just things that normally wouldn't tire and drain me. And yes, I've been adjusting to life as a father of two. We're now a family of four. There's been a lot of life change. Uh, you know, some of you are aware of the the business that my wife and I started a, a few months ago, Fry Freelance. It's in its seed stage. So it's not like there hasn't been anything new going on, but at least as it relates to his goal Friday, there have been a few times where I'm like, Lord, I don't see where this is going. I'm not sure if this was just a seasonal thing and it's, there's no point to it anymore. I'm just not feeling it for X, Y, and Z. I really only have the energy or the margin to be aware of the lack and just to be like, all right, God, I, I surrender this and all the things that are contributing to that lack of motivation, but I just don't know what to do to take the next step. You know, I can confess it, but how do I turn from it? And it's been in those moments of just being real and vulnerable with God that he's reminded me that to be motivated doesn't mean that you're actively doing something at all times. First Corinthians has a lot to say about the topic. I mean, we know chapter 3, verse 23, whatever you do, work heartily as for the Lord and not for men. But sometimes we forget chapter 15, 58, where uh, Paul says, Therefore, my beloved brothers, be steadfast, immovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, knowing that in the Lord your labor is not in vain. A Strong's Concordance will tell you that the word steadfast, which is the first mentioned in Paul's series, is concentrated on the word faith, faithful, faithfully, faithfulness. You get the gist. The second word is interesting, as Paul says, immovable. And perhaps this speaks to me because I feel like I'm in a more immovable place in life than movable. There's a remarkable sense of settling, not in a bad way, but I should say settlement as opposed to settling. And that's made me more uncomfortable than not because, again, I'm more comfortable when, you know, I'm a fry. You know, we got to be active in some way. We got to be blessing this person. We got to be pouring into this person. We got to. We got to be prepping ourselves for this potential moment with this group, etc. But again, there are times when God wants to mature our faith in those moments when there's a lot in motion. Sometimes it takes seasons where we feel like a rock to fashion our faith like a rock in that steadfast, constant, never-changing type way. The third part in that series, always abounding in the work of the Lord. Sometimes we got to refresh our minds in our thinking surrounding what does work of the Lord mean. Again, going back to the Star Wars analogy, you can't say that Luke was training in vain, that there was no purpose to it. It was still part of the overall work of the Force to build him up in a place where he was ultimately ready. Furthermore, I think we misinterpret or overlook the part of the passage where it says, knowing that in the Lord, it's so easy to think, outside the Lord, or side by side with the Lord, or even because of the Lord, but knowing that in the Lord, your labor is not in vain. Sometimes the greatest labor we experience is the absence 
of it. Some of us love to work. We love to be creating something. And in this season, there hasn't been as much to create, but God's been reminding me, it's okay because you're obeying me in that way. You have to lay down the pen sometimes when you want to write. You have to put away the podcasting gear if you want to podcast. I am more important than all of those things. You know, I am the reason for everything that you see around you. It doesn't matter how many clicks or views or likes that you're getting right now. I am so infinitely beyond all of that. You know, I think about Proverbs 3, 5, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding. If I could be steadfast and immovable and always abounding in that, if what God has called me to, and in this season, the, the top two things he's called me to is to be a better husband, a better father to my children, if I'm not lagging behind in diligence in that, if I'm a glow in the spirit with that, if I'm enthusiastically serving the Lord in those roles, and I'm not just saying limited to being a husband and father, at the same time, if we could master Romans twelve eleven in our own homes, it prepares us to master it outside of them as well. This is why there's a lot of art devoted to that particular scripture and heart philosophy. In this house, we will serve the Lord. That actually comes out of Joshua twenty four fifteen. Another translation of Romans twelve eleven, I believe this is the NIV or the ESV. Do not be slothful. <laughs> do not be slothful in zeal, be fervent in spirit, serve the Lord. Again, paying attention to prepositions really helps us when we dissect the word. It doesn't say do not be slothful with zeal, but in zeal. Again, going back to the Amplified, never lagging behind in diligence is the equivalent translation there. My point in emphasizing the prepositions is we are not the owners of our passion. We are not the creators of our zeal. Accordingly, we can't be so possessive with those things. Rather, like our faith, our diligence and our zeal is because of something else higher than ourselves. It's rooted in something, not with something. I'm reminded of the arguably the greatest story of evangelism in the New Testament, John 4. And in verse 34, Jesus says to a crowd of people, my food is to do the will of him who sent me and to accomplish his work. What is the will of God for us? Again, we better discover that as we cultivate an intimate relationship and walk with him. We put a mic to the heart cry within us. It says, oh God, oh Lord, I want to know you more. That is my deepest, my hungriest cry that exists. I don't care so much what it looks like. I just want to know as much as you're willing to share with me in the moment. So we got to stop thinking God's will for us is measured in miles and popularity and likability statistics which exist out there believe it or not with social media these days if anything we should be stirred to run to god our source of divine strength when we need it particularly in those moments where we feel unmotivated busyness is a real thing the fatigue that comes as a result is a very real thing but again getting back to basics just reminding ourselves that god is always with us and for us he never has to restock his own strength. He always has it. That's the beauty of God's inventory. It never runs out. Some of us are so concerned with the return of investment when it comes to our faith, and we just got to stop and not worry and take a bite out of Isaiah 40 and just, again, remind ourselves that God gives power to the faint, the unmotivated, to him who has no might. He increases their strength. Even youths shall not faint and be weary, and young men shall fall exhausted, but they who wait for the Lord shall renew 
their strength. They shall mount on wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. There's a big difference between keeping yourselves fueled in a flame and burning out or putting yourself in a position to burn out. As the message translation says, be alert, servants of the master, cheerfully expectant. Don't quit in hard times. Pray all the harder. Help needy Christians be inventive in hospitality. Note how joy is a common denominator in all of these translations, as well as resolve, that commitment to not quit even when things get tough. And honestly, if that's all you have strength for, which honestly in my 2018, that's been another major theme, just choosing not to quit. If that's all we have strength for, that is huge. We can't underestimate that. If I had to choose one life message that represents what his score is all about, it's staying the course regardless of the circumstance at all times, knowing it's the Lord Jesus you are serving. See Matthew twenty two thirty seven. As for the rest of this year, you bet there are questions that I have that I hope are answered. But even if not, if I could end this year knowing that my walk with the Lord has become significantly more intimacy-based as opposed to responsibility-based, then this year will go down as a triumph. And for some of you, I, I know you can relate to this, or you know people in your midst who could relate to this, and they need to be encouraged in this way too. So I encourage you to encourage them to consider yourself as ambassadors for their enlightenment, for their illumination. It's not your responsibility, ultimately that falls on the spirit, but consider to be an extension of his voice, his mouthpiece into certain people's lives who need this type of encouragement. I know it will mean a lot to them, and I know it means a lot to me that you have listened to this podcast and chosen to spend your time listening and tuning into His Girl Friday. So I will sign off here, but again, I just want to extend my thanks. If there's anything you need from us, if you need someone to pray with, if you need just uh, someone to stand for you, we are welcome. We are open to doing that. If not, just blessings and grace and abundant favor on your week. Pray that you will taste the sweetness of God's goodness, peace, and rest as you trust in God to supply every need of yours according to his riches and glory in Christ Jesus. Stay tuned for next time where I will unpack a new exciting series that Lisa and I are starting called Friding Freedom. I know I alluded to that phrase earlier, but it actually is going to go somewhere in a a bigger context, but I will not spoil for now. I will sign off as I always do. I'll catch you on the fry. Peace.